0: Hello and welcome to the Fish Nerds. We sure hope you're enjoying these effing throwbacks. This is episode number 11. We thought we were going to hit the big time by now, but we haven't. But anyway, I hope we're enjoying them. If you love these or you're enjoying them even a little bit, head over to your favorite podcatcher, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher or whatever. Leave us a five-star review. Remember, five-star is the only correct answer. If you have a one-star review, please stop listening to the show. We don't want you. But if you're like us, give us five stars. Leave a little comment uh, and let us know what you think. Also... Uh, be sure you're subscribed because every Thursday I'm going to keep these old episodes coming and every Monday you'll get a brand new show so thank you so much and really we wouldn't be the fish nerds without your support so please keep sharing our show with your friends
1: Welcome to the Fish Nerds Podcast, the latest about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I'm Dave. And I'm Clay. Together we talk
0: about fishy stuff that's happened to us, people we know, and other fish nerds we've seen. Anything is fair game, and it's good bet one of us is making stuff up as we go.
1: <laughs> we got buckets of things to talk about today. Uh, it's summertime, and it's mm-hmm. been hot as is hot. It's very hot. Um, but we actually just got a cool spell coming through, so um, I'm actually podcasting from outside tonight. Oh, Dave! Yeah, I know. So who knows what's? I, I've been hearing some scuffling off to my left. I think there may be a skunk moving. I out, hope it's so. a bear. <laughs> we'll see. So the things we're going to talk about today are fall fish death, ah. summer swamp fishing, yes. or lack thereof. <laughs> um, well, plenty of fishing. fishing. Yeah, it's true. Plenty of fishing. Uh, fishing on a pontoon boat. Sounds fun. Uh, the Trout Magnet. It's one of our favorite lures, and we figured we'd feature it, even though they're not giving us any money. Bastards. <laughs> fish in the <laughs> News. We'll be talking about Fish in the News, as well as this week in Fish Nerd Nation. So, fall fish. Mm. Clay, what's up with fall
0: fish? Okay, so I'm working at a summer camp where I'm teaching fishing. Sounds great. Every day take kids out fishing uh, and we start with worms and talk about other methods and we move up to using minnows for bait and Mm. there's a little brook that runs through the camp that's packed with fall fish like so many fall fish you put a minnow trap out and an hour later you've got 20 of them wow that's amazing it is except for one problem they die no (laughs) (laughs) all of them they just keep dying i put up i've (laughs) I've tried leaving leaving them in the minnow trap in the river. They die.
1: Yeah.
0: uh, Uh, I've tried putting them in a big wire cage in the lake. They die. I've tried a bigger bucket with holes drilled in it sunk in the lake. They die. They just (laughs) keep
1: dying. (laughs) Well, they are granite state fish. They are live free or die after all. Yes. If I can't be free, (laughs) I'm going to be dead. That's right. I started thinking about it. I've never seen
0: fall fish in a bait shop.
1: Uh, that is, that's true. There we
0: see golden shiners, which are easy to keep alive, and white suckers, and common shiners. Never a fall fish.
1: N- never a fall fish. I think you may, uh, you may know why. I may know why, because they're useless.
0: <laughs> and then you feel bad, you have buckets of dead fish, you have all these kids around, talking, you talk about fishing ethics and all that other stuff, and then you kill a whole bunch of fish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that that's another thing that always kills me is that, uh, you know, people are always so careful with that fish that they catch. And, you know, especially the, the European guys, they're all like, oh, you know, let's put this carp in a very, uh, you know, careful handling. going to wrap
0: it in a blanket. Wrap it in it a it.
1: blanket and give it a kiss and fix the wounds and the whole nine yards. Uh, but the bait, you know, it's like, oh, screw that. you just it. hook
0: the bait oh, We're also going will be really careful with the fish, but we're going to shove a piece of metal through his face and reel him in. <laughs> But then we're going to be really gentle afterwards. I promise.
1: <laughs> no, God. Uh, it's, it's really horrible. kind of
0: an abusive relationship.
1: It, You know, it it really kind of is, but uh, it's it's kind of one-sided. I, I don't like think about it too much.
0: No, because then we feel bad. And then That's right. what we talk about.
1: I know. We we don't come out good in that and story. And then we'd be just, welcome scenario.
0: to Nerd Nation. We talk about
1: <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Although I'm expecting PETA one of these days to give us a call. I hope they do. I hope they do. And you know, they have that campaign with naked women. I don't know if you've ever seen that.
0: I Googled it on an accident. Oh, sure. <laughs> and,
1: uh, you know, I'd be I'd be um you know, we're both happily married, but I'd be open to a debate with naked women about uh about killing fish. Bring it
0: on. And I'll agree with every point they make. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Yep. And uh, and then afterwards they go, You don't even listen to me, are you? I go, Nope. Not a word. <laughs> But you can make whatever point you make.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's such, a, you know, they they just uh, well anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so you know, yeah, that didn't so take long for
0: fallfish. us to get off topic.
1: It didn't, yeah. boy. That 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 moved right off yeah. of uh, dead fall fish. Hey, but
0: if anyone listening, at fish nerd nation here, uh, has a way of keeping fall fish alive, please mm. please tell me, because I, I can get tons of them for bait. I just can't make it to the lake to fish with them. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, they just, they must just lose their will to live or, uh. They just quit. It, I don't
0: know. They just quit.
1: Maybe, maybe they're like sharks. They gotta keep swimming. Uh,
0: you know, I thought that. That's so why I figured a bigger container, right? Alright. So, be, you know, these little tiny fall fish in a giant, you know, five gallon, you know, tub. I thought it was plenty of space.
1: Yeah, must not be. No, you need a lake. You need a lake. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe just keep them in a lake. Just don't bother using them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Go back to sluggos.
1: Yeah, but you can grind them up and make falafel fall fish. Mm, Okay, so Dave, let's move forward here. Forward.
0: Forward. Tell us about your summer swamp fishing adventure.
1: All right, so I, I've been going after creek chub suckers, and they say they're in the swamp. So I even got my they kayak. Lie. They, they lie, they <laughs> lie. I poked around uh, the swamps, which is really it, you know, there's a reason why people don't hang around swamps. It's because they're not meant for people. Because they're swampy. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just god awful. They're the most buggiest places. Uh, it's interesting, and and I like kind of floating above it all for a little while. Um, but under the summer heat, my god, it's like. It's like swimming in an armpit. Were you wearing a, um, uh, 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 were you wearing waders? Well, no, actually I was in a kayak. So, so floating above it's fine until you get the kayak stuck and you gotta, you know, jam a paddle on the bottom and all that methane comes up. Mm -hmm. Um, Bubbly. Yeah, bubbly. So like I said, it just gets really nasty. Um, but I was, I was hoping I would be able to find the, uh, you know, like the elephant's graveyard, find the creek chubsucker, uh, nirvana uh never found it and i it was strange too because i was in some pretty nasty water thinking that the only things that could survive were maybe golden shiners and and such and then i caught a bass uh largemouth bass very strange what'd you catch him on um uh caught him on a worm i was trying to catch a uh i was trying to catch a creek chub sucker so i don't know but so now I've, i've resorted to the drop the worm and wait scenario, which is just murder. Oh, it's
0: boring. You know, it's funny because you, I, I'm taking kids fishing and they're always, you know, I, I, I fish them like for one minute each spot, I move the boat and the kids are like, Clay, why are we moving? I said, there's no fish here. We haven't even tried more than a minute. I said, patience does not catch you fish. But my dad said, I said, your dad likes sitting under a tree drinking a beer. That's not oh, catching nice. fish. Let's go get a fish. <laughs> so.
1: Your dad's lazy and a liar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't really say that, by the way. <laughs> nice. I thought it, but I said, nope, that's <laughs> not how you get a fish. If they're hungry, they're going to eat. If not, go find the hungry guys.
1: Yes. So, um, Yeah, so that's uh, good Good advice. Um, so yeah, but, but I figured Creek Chub Suckers, especially this time of year, are probably just sitting there. Uh, nothing. So I even went out le- or tonight off a bridge off the Taylor River, um, little swampy area. Nothing. I mean, nothing was moving. All, all I saw were some golden shiners kind of sucking air at the top. Well, so. you know, like,
0: like if you look at like Lake Osby, for example, it's a big lake in New Hampshire, uh, yep. the water is 84 degrees. Oh my God. And right around, <laughs> 80 degrees, the dissolved oxygen level in the lakes drops dramatically. So mm. fish really are working hard to breathe. It's like they're at the top of like Mount Everest. They're just gasping for air. So eating yeah. is not high in the list of priorities.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> right. <laughs> they are just just like all of us, you know, when it gets hot, you just don't want to do yeah. anything.
0: But a couple of cool nice water temperature drops pretty quick. We should be okay again.
1: Yeah, well that's good. And I was actually out at uh, Newcastle, out in the ocean, uh, near Portsmouth, and I saw some guys fishing off a bridge, and I only had about five minutes, so I, I just went out and observed, you know. It was, it was I didn't even take a fishing pole, but I saw somebody catch a striper, um, and it was neat, because he he caught the striper, and it was clearly an undersized striper, and he gets it, and he immediately looks up and looks at all the people on the bridge looking at it. <laughs> and he's like, mm, okay. um, <laughs> and he releases it. I think that would have been a dead fish if nobody was looking uh, at it. You
0: know, him. you wonder how many of that would happen.
1: So. <laughs> I, I think a lot. But then there was a guy there, um, I think he was, he was either Vietnamese or Lo, Loatian, or Loatian. Um, but he was catching the heck out of, I, 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 didn't get a good look, but I think herring, um, cause he was fishing with little sabaki rigs mm. and mackerel. So.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, it
1: was kind of interesting.
0: Oh, you remind me. I didn't even talk to you about my mackerel fishing trip.
1: Yeah, how did that go? You had all those kids, anybody bite a head off of mackerel? You know, this
0: year they did not. Last year I went and, you know, the Scottish guy did it. Uh, this year I was fishing, um, the camp I work at, the kids are international, so I have Dominican kids and Puerto Rican kids and Mexican kids and Scottish. It's a weird, it's French. So it's a weird mix of accents. Uh, but this time it was almost all Puerto Rican kids and myself, uh, and one French kid. And I couldn't talk any of them into biting the head off a mackerel. <laughs> Oh, gee, oh, gee. One of the deckhands did it, so I thought. Oh, really? Yeah. So I thought, all right, let's do it. And then I didn't want to do it.
1: <laughs> so, so wait, wait, what is the goal? What's the purpose of biting the head off a mackerel? To make someone else do it. No, oh. <laughs> there's no purpose.
0: It's there's the no only. Purpose.
1: It's not like a good luck. Thing no, well, doing? that's
0: what you tell the kids. But uh, the real goal is just to make them do it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, everyone does it the first time they're out, and then you make them do it. It's like being in the deck of a lobster
1: boat. <laughs> and I was like, you just
0: don't, no one really does it, but just say it out loud so they'll try.
1: See if you can get the new guy to do <laughs> it. watch
0: what he does. So, but here's the strange <laughs> thing is we're out fishing, and we're topwater fishing for mackerel. I'm using a sabiki rig. And I'm- Topwater fishing? Yeah, fishing like, even the fish are right on the surface. Oh. You wow. can use a slug over if you want, you'll catch them. Wow, but geez. I'm using a sabiki, so I'm throwing it down, like, let it drop four feet and pulling up four fish at a time, which is really fun. Oh, that is fun. Really, really fun. Uh, how, how, how big were they're they? They're probably pushing 15 inches. They're not huge. Yeah, but still,
1: that's a nice fish. Nice when you nice get fish four, four, you get four, it's great.
0: A yeah. little tiny Sabiki rig, which is a yeah. If you've ever seen one, it's a rig that has six hooks on it, and they dangle constantly. And they're super <laughs> sharp, and they're dangling up with a, like a three-ounce sinker underneath them. Yeah. So they just swing around and hook your hand. There's nothing you can do about it. But they, <laughs> when you catch four fish at a time, you'll deal with the pain, so... But when that when that broke off, I had the little mackerel jig, which is a shiny jig with a one single hook on it. And the mackerel shut down, so I kept dropping it down to the bottom. I have mm-hmm. no idea how deep we were, but I kept pulling up fish. With wow. no bait, just a shiny hook. And I had uh pulled up uh, a few small pollock, which I couldn't keep, but they I'm pretty sure they all died.
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, why why can you keep them undersized? Undersized.
0: Oh, okay. so here's the kind of the problem. You catch a fish that's undersized. The mm-hmm. fish has no chance of living because you pulled it from such depth as air bladder came out of its butt. God, <laughs> they have, they have yes. the bends. They're going
1: to die. That mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't keep. It right. doesn't feel ethical. It doesn't, but the alternative is to not fish. <laughs> right. You know, and that's not a very appealing option.
0: I know, but I just I hate the idea of killing a fish I'm not going to eat. Unless it's a fall yeah. fish, And I guess I can get over it. but.
1: I guess so, but it
0: just made me crazy. Like, ah, it's a great tasting fish. I just wrecked it by catching it. <laughs>
1: yeah, And that's now true. it's seagull food. <laughs> or whatever's down there.
0: They the don't food. even get down. They just their air bladders inflated, coming out of their bottoms, uh, and yeah. they're just buoyant. God, that's. And rough. you watch I, I, you watch I, I, the
1: gulls come and eat them. There's
0: nothing you can do about it.
1: I really hope reincarnation is is a lie. Oh, we're so screwed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're coming back as pollock. Okay. So, um, the, uh, I, I, heard a, I read a statement in a book that I'm reading, uh, the guy says, if it dies, it fries, uh-huh. which I thought was pretty good. That's a really good one. So, yeah. Um, anyway. anyway. So, boy, we're just rambling on. I all
0: know, over we're this. off topic 13 minutes in and we've still said nothing.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> and let's continue that with, uh, <laughs> pontoon,
0: boat, pontoon boat. So, as I've said, every day I get on a pontoon boat with a bunch of kids and go fishing on Lake Ossipee. Ossipee Lake is a glacial lake formed by glaciers in the middle of a bunch of uh, volcanic uh, old volcanoes called the Ossipee Ring Dyke. And it's called that. (laughs)
1: The the, the Ossipee Ring (laughs) Dyke. Yeah,
0: I know what you're thinking. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) But it's basically what happened when those glaciers came in is they just ground the, the, the earth up into a giant bowl of sand. Yeah. So there's no habitat. Hmm. Lake Ospie is just sand everywhere. It's really difficult to find weeds or habitat. Wow. So I'm out with a pontoon boat, and I see a weed bed. And so I motor on over there, and I know in a canoe or a kayak or a small fishing boat exactly how to edge up to the weeds and cast out. On a pontoon boat, you edge up, you turn it off, and you... Glide over the weeds, and you crunch over the weeds, and you keep going and smashing the habitat, and then you end up on the beach. <laughs> so It's really hard to edge up into the fish.
1: <laughs> now, now this is now. Uh, am I right? You you failed the the boating exam the first time around. That's
0: right? right. Yeah, that's correct.
1: Are you are are you sure it's it's the pontoon boat's fault?
0: No, no. <laughs> here's another example. Like there's a there's a channel. You know, it goes into Levitt Bay of, of Lake Ossipee. And up that yeah. channel are a bunch of houses with docks in their backyard. And the docks have big, giant pontoon boats parked. Huh? So I'm thinking, let's motor up that channel, chase some fish. That's Botting true. me now, everywhere I go, I just smash into the sand. Wow. And I can't figure out for like life me how those pontoon boats got in there.
1: Well, maybe you got, maybe that you have a whole bunch of kids on the boat.
0: Maybe, or maybe they got a running start.
1: Oh. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah try that. The other counselor,
0: uh, the other guy who was with me on the boat, uh, told me that was a bad idea. So I, <laughs> I was just back up and make a run for it and he said, well, maybe we should go fish on that rock pile over there and <laughs> catch something else. <laughs> nice. But we've been catching uh, in about 14 feet of water With the, with the heat. You have to go a little deeper. We've been catching, uh, tons of white perch. Uh, and I'm cool. super happy to have found easy picking white perch. Because there's, they're just, I don't know if you ever caught one. You've caught one? Yeah, I've caught, caught one. Caught one. They're a temperate bass. They have no business in a lake. And so when you catch this <laughs> fish and you, I'm telling the kids, so this fish belongs either in the ocean or migrating to a freshwater to spawn. That's it. And so finding it <laughs> in a lake like this where they're, you know, reproducing and living and staying here. It's just so out of place. and so awesome. I just, like, really go on uh, about it. And then the kids, what is it? It's a white perch. Oh, cool. By the way, it's not a perch. But you just said it was a white perch. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said it's a white perch, but it's not a perch. And <laughs> you know, then I have to explain what temperate bass is and how its closest cousin's a, a striped bass. And then the kids say, we're from Puerto Rico. We don't really know what you're
1: talking
0: about. And so <laughs> I go, well, a big fish. <laughs>
1: Big fish. Yeah. yeah. Did you talk about the ring of dikes?
0: I I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: ought to try that one next yeah, time. Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: so, anyway, that's but that's fishing on a pond too, But but it's an interesting challenge because you have all these kids out there. You're trying they're all jockeying for space, and they're always tangling, and it's it's hard.
1: <laughs> I bet. Wait. No. So how many kids get on a boat? I get about eight kids. And mm-hmm. then I
0: have a lifeguard with me, and usually one other adult. Wow. Yeah, and then there's, and then once in a while, my own kids will show up uh, when they're not supposed to.
1: <laughs> just show and up. that
0: I'm on the boat, also. Nice. Yeah, but it's fun. And the kids have a blast. We're catching tons of fish, and we're screaming and yelling, and it's good fun. But it's 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 a challenge. Just getting to the fish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All yeah, right. So that's pontoon boat fishing. Yeah, so good, good, good job. That's, that's like the dream. And they, and they give me money. Yeah, I know. They give you money and, and you're starting to figure out that lake, which is awesome. Really cool. So, uh, now have you tried any trout magnets? Ever? You know, I have,
0: actually. I just, in fact, I bought some more today just
1: to stock up. Yeah, tr- trout magnets are these cool jigs. I don't know why, I don't know why they work so well. Um, but they're these very kind of thin jigs that have a, um, uh, kind of a reverse angle head on them so like they they're kind of slanted back uh, but the great thing about them is they're lead-free and here in new hampshire uh, you have to be lead-free uh, especially with small jigs i guess you can throw bigger jigs but um but small jigs because the loons eat them right and apparently loons eat them to the point where they get lead poisoning
0: and that weakens their eggs which means that their babies are useless and Oh wait, useless, don't exist. <laughs> Which is <laughs> pretty, pretty useless. Yeah. Well what happens here's, here's what happens with loons. Is it's not they're not eating the fish with lead heads in them. They you know the the fish will eat the lead jig, they might break your line off. Eventually the the head of the jig will drop to the bottom of the lake into a pile of rocks. Then the loons go down there and they eat those rocks to aid in their digestion. And mm. by doing that, they're ingesting the lead. And then that messes up everything.
1: Messes, messes up everything. Up everything.
0: It? So it's nice to have the option of these um, steel jigs um, that Trout Magnet's putting out. And they're great. And they look cool, and they catch tons of fish.
1: Yeah, tons of fish. I had one on the other day, a little white one, and uh the bluegill, like really big bluegill, could just n- not stop hitting. No,
0: it's, and it's great, too,
1: because you're not screwing with worms. It's not gross. It's great. Yeah, so um, but it, so anyway, we we highly endorse the trout. Market.
0: We totally do, and if they want to advertise with us, feel free. Uh, but hey, listen, here's the kind of thing about fishing with, with lead, is right now, New Hampshire is trying to pass a law to increase the size of the lead you're not allowed to fish with. So right now, I think it's like a quarter round, something like that. Anything smaller than a certain size, you can't use. And the Loon Preservation Society wants to expand that to larger pieces of lead. And anglers are all up in arms about this. Oh, you can't do this to us because if you do that, that's like imposing a new tax on us. We have to go out and buy new fishing gear, blah, blah, blah. And therefore, you shouldn't allow us to do that. You shouldn't make us buy new stuff. And what do you say to that, Dave? (laughs) How do you address that?
1: How do you address that? I mean, I have a... at least one tackle box completely full of lead jigs from the past. Mm-hmm. Um. So you just going to and- dump them
0: in the lake and buy new stuff?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think dumping them in the <laughs> lake is the way to go. Um, you know, I, and one of the big challenges is getting it all called out of my other gear, you know, because if you have one on you, I think you can potentially get arrested, right? If you're, if you're fishing and I don't know. Can, can you have one with yeah, you?
0: Yeah, you're allowed to own them and they still sell them. Like, I was in Dick Sporting Goods today. Almost everything contains lead. Yeah, that's true. It was true. really difficult. I was looking for um, tin jigs. Um, I want a whole bunch of jigs that don't have lead in them. And right. I found some small tin ones um, that e- Eagle Claw puts out. Uh, but I was looking for a lot more variety, and they have everything, almost everything has lead. All these tiny panfish jigs have a lead warning right on the package. So it's perfectly yeah, it's- legal to sell them. And you don't have to tell people. By the way, you can buy that from us, but you're not really allowed to
1: use it. Well, I see. I don't think that's true yeah. because I read where it's actually there's there's a state law where you can't sell them either. Well, okay. But I I I know what you I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna say, but I was just there and I saw all these lead. I think they get around it because there's saltwater uh, oh. gear is there
0: too. Well, but here's um, here's my answer by the way to, to anglers who who complain about having to buy more gear. Oh yeah. Anglers love buying new gear.
1: <laughs> they
0: do. So now you get to go, "Oh hey, sorry, uh I couldn't pay the electric bill this month. I had to buy new fishing gear." Finally, you've got an excuse and it's the law that said you have to do it. So,
1: that that, that is true and it's a it's a stimulus package, it's fantastic. you know? I mean, just just think of all these folks, you know, and it really is shameful that that we're fishing with this toxic material. Yeah.
0: So so we got to make an effort. At least, at least the fish nerds can make an effort to to try and be a little more eco friendly when we're fishing.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff we don't fish with sulfuric acid. You don't fish with. (laughs) There's no law. Talk to you.
0: Yeah, talk about Speak for yourself, nerd.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it does make sense to just stop. Although when I was a kid, I used to bite those, bite the lead sinkers onto the line. Oh,
0: me too. Have you done that with a tin one? (laughs) It
1: hurts! (laughs) So, uh, so anyway, I suppose it makes sense. It does. And you're right, you do get to go buy more, and, 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 you know, the economy's moving, and I think it's probably because of lead jigs. Yeah,
0: just because of lead jigs. But it's, it's just crazy, I've never heard an angler cry about buying gear. Until, (laughs) until there's a law. So, suddenly they're sad about it. Boo freaking boo. Oh, no, i got to go buy a new jig. <laughs> I can't take it. Where will I find my dollar? <laughs> so.
1: Hey, did you hear the U.S. military um, is is firing warning shots at sharks? Oh, this is the fish in the news, isn't it? <laughs> this is fish in the news. <laughs> so fish in the news. Yep, yeah, very good. Um, so this was just breaking news. It happened today. Oh, at least we are so current. Today. We are very current. Um, so in Australia, two U.S. fighter jets dropped four unarmed bombs into Australia's Great Barrier Reef Marine Park. As a warning. Uh, like,
0: <laughs> as a warning.
1: These are the Australians, did this? No, no. It was two U.S. fighters dropped it on Australia. Oh, okay. Good. And, you, you just, uh, by the way,
0: you just saved yourself from hearing a terrible Australian accent. So
1: I, I'm being very careful to avoid <laughs> any more... Any more references to Good.
0: that?
1: <laughs> so, uh, but it angered environmentalists.
0: Well, you would think it would anger the sharks. <laughs> so you would think the so. The environmentalists thank them for not arming the bombs.
1: I, I know. That's the key is that they didn't explode. You know, they're, they're so there are these um, big hunks of metal now that are um, on the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. But they say, oh, don't worry. They, they're, not gonna hurt they're they not going to hurt anybody. They weigh a total of 2,000 pounds. Oh, that's nothing. So. Yeah, that's four bombs. That's 500 pounds each. Right.
0: So. You know, I, I say any any bomb under 600 pounds is okay with me. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and if you look in the regulations, the fishing regulations in New Hampshire, they say nothing about bombs. They
0: don't. So as long as you're not lead bombs, you're fine.
1: That's right. Uh, that's right. There's no size restriction on bombs or, or anything. So
0: like do that. they have like a note on them? Dear shark, <laughs> <laughs> let this be a warning to you and your kin. if we have drones (laughs) if we catch you eating any more of our people these will not come unarmed and then they translate it to
1: shark glub 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 (laughs) exclamation point so i know you know we're just we're just flexing our muscles yeah
0: well you know We're not involved in nearly enough wars as it is, so now it's the war on the sharks. (laughs) That's right.
1: That's right. And, you know, I mean, they started it, I think. Yeah, I mean, they have all those teeth. I know. I mean, this is really just preemptive strike.
0: Right. Good idea. (laughs) (laughs) But as long as there's bipartisan support for it, the UN's involved, it's going to be okay.
1: We're going to be okay. And like
0: always, we don't really care about the environmentalist (laughs) take on this. We as fish nerds care, but we as Americans don't. Yeah. Unless right. it costs us money.
1: It, right. And then, then we're very, very worried. Then
0: we're that, passionate.
1: So. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, make news
0: so anyway, that was Fish in the News. That's good news. Well, no, I don't know if it's good news.
1: No, it's, it's just news. Something.
0: It's something. This is going to be the shortest <laughs> podcast ever.
1: It's okay. It's okay. It's summer. We're, we're, we're hot. Uh, well, we should talk about that. Okay.
0: Uh, faithful listeners. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Uh, you might have noticed that we have not been recording a podcast every single week. That's true. And for that, we're so, Super Bowl Dave. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been busy.
1: <laughs> Clay's been very busy uh, taking kids out and not, not killing themselves.
0: Fishing. So. What may i do? Yeah, you're fishing. Uh, but we will get back to regular schedule soon enough. Don't you worry. In the meantime, we're going to record as many as we can whenever we have time and keep them coming out. But please recall. We don't make money on this. This is us having fun with a microphone. So <laughs> yep. we're doing it because we enjoy it. We think maybe some people like to hear us do it. Uh, so if you want to keep it going, please go to iTunes, uh, subscribed to uh, the Fish Nerds podcast, give us a five-star rating. That's the best payment we could receive. And then make a little comment. And in that comment, really, would you do well to talk about how great we are and You might want to talk about how Clay is funnier than Dave, something to that effect. Um, But but make a comment on there. Let us know that you're listening. It encourages us to do more. Uh, If there's something you want to hear, go to our Facebook page, ask us some questions, and we'll be happy to uh, address all that stuff on our weekly, bi-weekly, whatever we call this podcast. (laughs)
1: That's right, and and if you're from PETA, be sure to go on our YouTube channel, share some video, and yep. and share a, a video response yes. to to what we're doing. Yes. So, and we're not against uh, we're, PETA
0: by any stretch.
1: No, no, I love I, I that. Think like it's a
0: little sandwich with
1: the the sandwich, yeah, the, oh. the pocket sandwich, <laughs> <It's> delicious. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we we are open to debate. Yes. So, yes. um, and you know, one of the reasons why we haven't been podcasting is because we're, we're being radio famous on WMWV 93.5. Ah, the
0: fish nerds minute.
1: Yes. So, uh, one minute at a time, we're taking over the airwaves, um, and a sponsorship by Andy's bait and tackle in, in and, botlet uh, New Hampshire. In bye, New Hampshire. Hampshire. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we talk about a fish. We talk about all cool stuff, and it only takes a minute. So uh, you'd think it would only take a minute to record, but it's not you true. No, it takes about 29 minutes. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's
1: crazy. Yeah, it takes <laughs> so anyway. about
0: 30 takes to get one good minute of recording. <laughs>
1: But uh, we we get it all done. So that that's one of the reasons why we haven't done a podcast, too. So we've been uh, cranking out those for WMWV. Yep.
0: And hopefully uh, you'll hear them at other places as well. We're going to try to market those a little bit.
1: Maybe, yeah. Maybe so the, fish, the, nerd maybe the fish
0: nerds can get paid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that would be a good thing. Oh, I I'm love a, it. I would know. be behind that.
0: Fish nerds make a buck. <laughs> 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 that would be fish in the news.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is fish. That would be, that would fish be huge news. news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But if you haven't checked out Fish Nerd Nation recently at uh, fishnerds.com, we had some uh, we had some pretty good ones. Jerry and Max were, uh, again, featured this week. I love Jerry and Max. Jerry and Max. We've got to go find Jerry and Fish. With Jerry. Oh, at least I am an email. Why don't you tell people and, who Jerry is? So Jerry goes out and fishes on the Erie Canal. And, uh, mostly, I mean, he'll travel all over around the Buffalo, New York area, I think is where he's at. And, um, he, he likes fishing with corn. He's very popular with corn and he only, or not only, he fishes with other people, but he always takes his dog, Max. So it's Jerry and Max going out pretty much every day, it looks like. And the neat thing about Jerry, one of the neat things about Jerry is he has a big black cowboy hat that he wears.
0: Well, he's got to keep the sun off his face.
1: He does. And, uh... But then, so he'll bring in fish, and then he'll take out a little bitty black cowboy hat <laughs> and put it on the fish, and
0: take the picture. And he makes the fish talk.
1: <laughs> he does. He he gives him a little soundtrack, and he you know, or a little uh, voiceover, and he, and he pretends he's the fish. Oh, hi,
0: I'm a little yeah. catfish, and I like to go swimming in the in the in the lake now.
1: And then he goes, well, okay,
0: catfish, you can go, and he throws him back. <laughs> That's it's his awesome. adventure.
1: It's really great. And the fact that he's out there with a video camera doing this is really great. And he just entered a, uh, a tournament, so I wonder how he did Oh uh, You know what? It would be really funny if he is doing a bass
0: fishing tournament, and all the bass are being weighed in, and they've got a little hat strapped on their neck, and they're going, that's a violation of the rules, Jerry. And then he gets at the fish voice, but I'm a bucket mouth, and I, I can't wear hats. All uh, right, uh, Jerry, fish on top.
1: Glove, 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 glove. <laughs> So anyway, we really really enjoyed Jerry. he's Love a die and the little uh, fish nerd. So.
0: so we should we should contact um, him and get him on the show.
1: We got it. We got to. And and like I said, I really would like to go out and fish with him someday. It'd be really great. It'd oh, be so cool.
0: One of our sponsors might send us. Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: We could be sponsored by uh
0: little Hats. What <laughs> <laughs> <Little, laughs> <laughs> Stetson Mini? <laughs>
1: For all your mini hat needs, oh, yeah. Stetson Mini. <laughs> what well, would that be instead of a five-gallon hat? That's a ten-gallon half opiate. pint hat. <laughs> half pint, right? <laughs> we um, got a
0: sixteen-ounce hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so anyway, they, there's other videos on there. Some guy caught this really big bass on a plastic mouse. Um, it, it's a cool video of seeing a long range take on a topwater bait. It was, it was probably an eight pound bass, Ugh. and, uh, this little plastic mouse. Very cool. You know, we we don't uh, get there's... to
0: see eight pound bass up here very often. So
1: no, per, for don't. us, and, that's
0: exciting. If you're in Florida or something, you get them all the time. But you know, Hampshire, 10 pounds is a record, but you rarely see one over six pounds and six would be
1: yeah. a monster. Yeah, so, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so we get a kick out of those. um, and, uh, the other really neat thing, and this could have been a fish nerd nation thing, is, uh, there's some recent research that, that caught some video of thresher sharks feeding on, um, I think it was anchovies or herring or something. Yes, yeah, giant it's some, schools of
0: fish. And they whip their tail
1: to stun the fish. It, it's so cool. And they whip it over the top of their heads. So it's like they snap like a whip over the top of their heads and then they can, Pick up the fish that have been uh, that have been stunned, but th- they've often guessed that that's what they use these long tails for. But they actually got video footage of them doing it. It's really cool.
0: Isn't it great when you're a scientist and you make a guess and you're right? It's such a rare <laughs> I <know>. thing.
1: <laughs> I don't know what else they would use that big long tail for.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, there's there's so many animals have vestigial structures, and yeah. they actually have these traits that do nothing. They don't they yeah. don't improve the chance of survival. They don't. Make it less likely to survive. They're just things you got, and so it's po- it's very possible that some animals have long tails just because they do. <laughs> yeah. Just random and variation and just, th- just stuck.
1: Never got rid yeah. of them. Hey, I I read something the other day that's mild. Did you know snakes have two penises? Uh no,
0: but I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> that because I was wondering. That's <laughs> really interesting, Dave. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Uh yeah. yeah, I was really wow. surprised by that. I am <laughs> stunned. I, I don't even t- You know, speaking of snakes. The other yes. the other night I was in a talent show. Really? Yeah, I juggled torches uh terribly because mm-hmm. I, I made my own torches and I I taped the handles with black tape. and I was juggling in the dark, and I couldn't see the handles. I couldn't catch them. So I'm throwing balls of fire in the air, trying to catch the handles I couldn't see. It was really embarrassing. Beautiful. If I practiced in the day, I could see them just fine. So I was able to juggle torches all day long, no problem. When the actual show came up, I'm just throwing fire in the sky. But that's not the snake thing. The snake thing is, I had a whole show put together. I had a friend with me. Was, uh, mm-hmm. was some, so, we, so we did juggling and magic. And the magic trick I did mm. was, you know the, the, the cut and restore trick
1: with ropes? Uh, yes, right, yes. So
0: I had a northern water snake,
1: <laughs> which uh, I
0: don't know if you've ever held one of these things. They're the meanest snake in the whole state of New Hampshire.
1: Yeah, they just bite, 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 they, bite, you, bite,
0: bite. When you pick them up, you guarantee they're going to bite you. They're awesome. And I'm not afraid <laughs> to get bit by a snake. doesn't faze me one bit. Uh, so I, I, Penn and Teller, my favorite magician's. Um, mm. do a did a trick. I saw on, on I think on Saturday Night Live or something where they did this trick and they did a cut and restore trick with a live snake. And when they cut the snake, blood squirted out and everything. And I thought oh, I'm gonna God. do that trick because I know how to do the trick with the rope. So I, I got a little piece of I'm gonna give away the magic here. I got I didn't really cut a snake in half. Oh yeah, really? It's a trick? It's magic. It's a lie. It's magic. That's magic, that's, magic isn't real. It's like you know, let's <laughs> pretend. So, but I got this little rubber hose and I and I filled it full of ketchup oh, and I taped the end shut. And so I'm standing in front of three hundred kids <laughs> with a snake and I'm talking about I, I I do fishing and I do all the outdoor education. Also I do um program where I teach about na- natural history in New Hampshire. So I'm the expert on things. So believe believe everything I say. So I right. I talk about this snake being the meanest snake in New Hampshire. I'm holding it. It's thrashing around, threatening to bite me. It's great. And I hold it in my hands just right, and I'm able to slip out that hose so it looks like the arch of the back of the snake is coming through my hands and back in again. And I have someone cut it, and it bleeds out this little ooze of fake blood, and it's really creepy. And then I put the snake in my mouth, the whole thing. The, the entire snake. <laughs>
1: You put the snake in your yes, mouth? Yes, which, by the way, in rehearsal,
0: the snake went in easily.
1: <laughs> Wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you put a snake uh, in your mouth? A northern water snake, yeah. He was only about uh, two feet long. So Oh. <laughs> he, but he, he went, you're, when I rehearsed this bit, the, I was able to get the entire snake in my mouth without getting bit or hurt. <laughs> and then he came right out the front of my mouth. But in the actual show, he would not go in. He kept fighting me to get out. (laughs) And I didn't have the heart to force him. So. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Clay. (laughs) I'm an artist, Dave Kellum. I'm an artist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are. Wow. You have my respect. That's That's going for it. And and I didn't even get
0: salmonella or anything. Oh
1: my god. Yeah,
0: but the kids were totally freaked out. No kid. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh but I didn't win the talent show. Because I work there. And like it was about the kids and not me. And I'm thinking Oh, those jerks. I thought, All right, I'm I'm just kicking these five year olds asses. I'm awesome. They're singing these cute little songs and I'm eating snakes. And then I found out after they get to win, I don't. Uh, my daughter's, my daughter's team won, so. She did, oh, she did, a, she jerks. dressed as me. She did, she did an impression <laughs> of me and I cried afterwards. It was so cute. <laughs> she, she put on, you know, a catch all hat and she made a goatee <laughs> out of paper and she got the microphone and did the little spiel I always do in front of the kids. Exactly how I did it. And I actually cried. I was so touched.
1: Oh yeah, man, stupid kids. <laughs> that's amazing! Yeah, so. wow, yeah, wow, that's, for, when, for when you work
0: at a summer camp, that's the big stage,
1: you know. You know, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I know that's all I got to say. Uh, yeah. Wow,
0: not not that's fish, uh, but now I'm thinking that I, maybe I had two snake penises in my mouth.
1: <laughs> I, I believe. I believe you might have. I don't know. I don't know when. I don't know what the sex of that. I don't was
0: either. But I'm that. uncomfortable now.
1: <laughs> like, and not that I have problem
0: with no, 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 no. no on a, a not personal a level, I'm stuff. Right. as far as snakes goes, I am totally heterosexual.
1: Right. Yeah, so, so, um, so, so you were fine when you thought you just had one snake penis. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like two seems like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should put a warning at the beginning of this podcast. This oh. is not kind of a kids today. <laughs> oh, Who knew? knew, knew? Uh, Why did you bring this up?
1: <laughs> I honestly don't. Oh,
0: it's so sad.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, right. I think I don't think there's anything more to talk. What about. else is there? So but nothing. The like, guy you dropped that. Yeah. it's just nothing. Hey,
0: do we have a sponsor for this, for this podcast?
1: Uh, th- this podcast was brought to you by the Aglet Society. <laughs> well, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so, an aglet is the little plastic thing on the end of your shoelace. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the, an aglet. The finishing
0: so, touch, people.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's yes, exactly right. <laughs> so uh, that's an aglet. So there you, you learned all sorts of things at this podcast.
0: Oh, no kidding. Uh, yeah. And you might have noticed uh, that we did not do Stump the Fish Nerds this week.
1: That's right, because there was nobody that was up to Apparently, the challenge.
0: Apparently, you know everything. So <laughs> if any of you smarty pants have any Fish Nerds questions and you want to call them in, our phone number is 607-378-FISH. That's 607-378-FISH. Three four seven four. Feel free to pass that number on to Peta, and uh, don't tell them what we told you about uh, snake penises. They don't think it's as funny as we do. Because they don't get the joke. <laughs> they
1: don't get it. Oh, I don't know boy. if I get it either. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure I get it either. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that was even fish. Yeah. Like
0: I don't know why you did that.
1: Because I, I I had no idea it was going to go there. <laughs> so, no idea. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it. We still don't have a uh, sign-off.
0: Well, why don't we throw our um, one of our Fish Nerds minutes on here to end this one? Oh, that's a yeah, good. Yeah, stick it right in the end. And so here's our Fish Nerd Minute. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
1: This is the Fish Nerd Minute, about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I'm Dave.
0: And I'm Clay, and we're brought to you today by Andy's Bait and Tackle.
1: (laughs) Now, Clay, what do you think of when you hear the word minnow? I think about tiny bait fish. <laughs> They're not all tiny. New Hampshire's largest native minnow, the fall fish, its state record is three pounds, eight ounces. Wow. And during the spring, this fall fish
0: goes through an amazing transformation. The males turn purple and pink and grow horns all over their
1: heads. <laughs> fall fish can be caught by almost any technique. We actually catch them while we're usually fishing for trout, but they will take flies, chase spinner baits, and they put up a decent fight for their size. Right. And most people in New Hampshire caught
0: fall fish but nobody knows their names a lot of people think these fall fish are trout well we hope you enjoyed that uh evan throwback as much as we did if you want to help support the fish nerds maybe throw us a little bit of money uh it would help us a great deal it does cost money to put the show together for for you uh head over to patreon.com slash fish nerds and donate a dollar an episode that's four bucks a month Help us keep some wind in our sails, some bait on our hooks, and keep the show going. Thank you.